Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for Wednesday, February the 14th, in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is hour one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country. To do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We reject revolution unless it's a Jesus revolution. We actually stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you from us, the Liberty Roundtable Live team. I love Valentine's Day, but you know what? There's a big old insurgence going on in America. People who hate Valentine's Day. Yeah, they got all kinds of memes and all kinds of hostile gifts, and uh, they're trying to mix it with Halloween, and uh, it's just crazy. Uh, people are just bristling at the very thought. Wow, just thought I'd bring that to your attention. Lance Miliacho and George Ballantine with me this broadcast, TheBigMig.com. Hi, Lance. Hey, Sam. So great to be here again. As always, we love being on Liberty Roundtable Live. I want to point out, though, really quickly, that it is also George Ballantine's birthday. What? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Valentine, Valentine, come on now. Valentine, Valentine. George, happy Valentine's Day and happy birthday, sir. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Sam, and thank you, Lance. Yeah. You know, I was saying this like this morning, like it feels like it's been a long time since I've been on the radio. I don't know what's going on. I, I mean, maybe we need to be on more. I don't know, but it, that's the feeling I'm getting today, Sam. I'm, I don't know if I miss you guys or what, but it's always a pleasure <laughs> to be here on Liberty Roundtable with all your listeners do you like valentine's day lance yeah i i actually do you know i'm married so for us it's a day of celebration of us meeting so Heck i yeah. enjoy it I, I didn't know anybody was putting a bad spin on it i was on social media this morning i didn't yeah, see anything wrong with these your... people well that's crazy i mean that's just haterade at the end of the day you know it makes me wonder are those the far right leftists and the lgb QT narrative that are just hating on it, maybe because their relationships are flawed. I, I don't know, Sam. It's an odd thing to hate on Valentine's Day, at least in my world. Amen to that. You obviously like Valentine's Day. Do you like it being your birthday, too, George? I mean, it can have its advantages sometimes, but you know what? I just want to clarify some first what Lance said. Those are people that are just miserable in their own self lives that they hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> Number two, ladies. George Ballantine is single, and he's unvexed. I'm just letting you all know that right from now. <laughs> and, he, and he's religious, ladies and gentlemen. He believes in oh, God, yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Gonna, God, country, gonna, family. I'm going to go get some ashes after this. Lance, gonna, Lance is going to have to go ahead and play bouncer to make sure the, the right ones roll through and the, and the wrong ones get stopped at the gate, you know? Yeah, we we got to filter him, Sam. We got to put the filter on. Nowadays, you have to be extra careful. First That's thing I need I'm to do about. is police their social media. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sam, interesting enough, since he's saying that, he used to police my um, replies. What? And I'm, yeah, Lance used Make to police sure my replies. The ladies, okay? You know, yeah, he I, said I, I was I, responding I, too much. Let's let me just, you know. I told him I, I, was, I needed to hone up his skills, Sam. I felt like his skills might be a, a hair rusty. Come on, so Lance. I was, try, I was trying to give him a little Lance. bit of the, of the, of the Meliacho playbook, Sam. 
Lance. <laughs> this this is an honest show. We speak the truth here, so come on, Lance. <laughs> All right. Well, let me speak the truth to you guys really quick. I got a, a quick story that I want to highlight, and then we'll get to our guest right away. Uh, there's a guy. His name is Brett Elmore, and he's in Alabama, and he's the owner of a radio station, an AM radio station, WJLS, man. And here's what happened. He told Inside Radio on Monday that some thieves literally recently made off with his complete radio station. They literally took the 200-plus-foot tower. They took the transmitter. They took everything. Gone. Off the air, just done. And he says, hey, I think a professional had to do this. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at his demise. I'm just saying, he's like, yeah, that, there's no way somebody that's not professional could have done this. And I don't know if you guys know, but AM Towers have, like, lighting in the center of it and all kinds of stuff. It's complex. To take that sucker down, you'd have to have a semi to haul it off. I mean, I just don't even get what's going on. However, I brought this up to my guest yesterday, or co-host Scott Bradley, and he brought up this reality check. Maybe it was on Monday. Anyway, he brought up this reality check. He's like, hey, you know what? Is that what we're going to see as the future with all the illegals crossing the border? We're just going to see this. You know, everything is uh, under assault. So they steal a radio station. They attack power plants. Is this the new normal, Lance? I, I think we're definitely at risk. I mean, this border invasion gets worse every single day. I mean, they've impeached Mayorkas, but for me, that's not enough. I want to see criminal charges filed against him. Amen. I also want to see the border czar Kamala Harris impeached. At the end of the day, this is part of the administration in D.C. So, yes, yeah, Sam, I have to tell you, I think this is going to be much more of a regular occurrence, and I think it's going to get much, much worse. Sad to say, I believe you're correct. I pray it isn't true, but predict it is. All right, this one's for George before we get to our guest, and it actually relates to our guest in an interesting way, by the way. Dr. Pierre Corey now, that's the guy that came out and said, hey, you know what, ivermectin is great. We've got to do all these different things to fight COVID and uh, tell the truth, and there's ways to solve this problem. Anyway, Dr. Pierre Corey explains that the COVID-19 vaccine shedding is real. For years now, we've heard rumblings about this stuff and kind of what's the deal with it and all this kind of stuff. Turns out that Dr. Pierre Corey speaking out boldly in a video via the Epoch Times, George. Um, that's a very scary situation when they say shedding. So that means everybody is at risk. I mean, what did we, what did we do to prevent that? How do we like, listen, I'm on vax. I'm pretty much immune to COVID. Thank God. Knock on wood. I don't know if I'd be affected by shedding. I like to think not, but for all the people that might be, you know, we're always labeled conspiracy theorists, but you know, everything we said along the last few years, specifically on the COVID vaccine, has been true. It came true. And they still suppressing the information today. And you're right. We have, to ask, we have to ask why. Like, we can't go on YouTube and say that. We'll automatically get a strike. Anything on Google, you get a strike. Yeah, and they've shut down Dr. Pierre Corey and others. Dr. Pierre Corey highlighting that women who uh, live with a vaccinated person, even if they're not vaccinated, are having problems with their menstrual cycle. Mothers are having problems with nursing. So it's proven to be go that the, um, that the, uh, RMNA, whatever you want to call it, either the vaccine and or the, the spike proteins and all that kind of stuff going through the blood-brain barrier, going through the nursing uh, for women. And I mean, this is absolute health disaster, globally speaking. And speaking of that, Lance, our guest is kind of a uh, partner expert in this, these discussions, right? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Tony Lyons is, is, is an incredible guy for a number of reasons, I believe. First off, he's an attorney and president of Skyhorse Publishing, which, which has been around since 2006, and they're an independent book publisher. He's got a really eclectic miss and broad mix of work. But what I really love about him is a lot of the people that the other publishers pass on, even though they're incredible authors, probably because they're conservative or right-leaning, Tony scoops him up. He's been highly successful. Or because uh, they're truth-tellers. Exactly. He's got a 10,000-title backlist, but, uh, you know, he's literally he's he's running rfk super PAC. and one of the most important reasons that i brought him on today is that i'm sick of them uh attacking rfk jr i'm just Amen sick of that it. i mean i have to be honest with you you know us sam we fight for everybody's right to have freedom of speech i don't like what the dnc is doing to rfk and that's really one of the main reasons now rfk's av24 american Values super PAC is what we're going to be discussing in part of this fec filing there's a lot of stuff that i want tony to talk about how he got involved with rfk but really there's no reason to, to hold up let's bring him in and let's uh, let's get it direct from the horse's mouth hi tony hey how are you thanks for having me on we're doing fantastic. Give us a 30-second on who you are. We know you're an incredible book publisher, and you run this massive super PAC that's doing a great job and everything else, but, but give us a, a little bit about uh, who you are and where you grew up and kind of how did you get into all this stuff. Yeah, I grew up in New York City. Um, let's see, I'm a lawyer. Got into publishing about, I don't know, 25 years ago. My father was a publisher. Uh, he's a writer. Um. And uh, I've always believed in free speech. I always thought Democrats believed in free speech. Um, you know, all the things that I thought Democrats were, they're not anymore. Yeah, they do as or long as least. it's not your free speech, Tony. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> you know, but it's, you know, one of my hopes is that the issue isn't really about Democrats. It's about the Democratic Party. It's about the DNC. It's about the Biden administration. And I think that a lot of Democrats are waking up. And you see that with people like Naomi Wolf, you know, who's a lifelong Democrat. You see it with some Go of ahead, our biggest break. donors. Continue, lately. Tony. Yeah, you uh, see, see it with some of our largest donors that, you know, who were lifelong Democrats who are, you know, disillusioned with the Democratic Party being pro-war, pro-censorship, you know, for open borders, for more control from the government, you know, all of those kinds of things that were, you know, never had anything to do with the Democratic Party in the past. All right. Tell us a little bit more about, uh, more about your publishing, because you publish for RFKJR, uh, among others, right? Yeah. So we, you know, we published Bobby Kennedy's book, The Real Anthony Fauci, uh, which was incredible, just an incredible documented story. book, by the way. Yeah, that book has, you know, 2,194 citations, and yet it was censored as misinformation on every platform. And, you know, it, it, it got so bad that they wouldn't let us place ads for it. Amazon, which it turns out, you know, I suspected it all along, but now we know that they were getting letters. They were getting emails from the Biden ad administration you know, discussing whether or not to take the book down or whether they should, you know, de-amplify it by various methods that they have. So they actually did it. And if you look at it online now, uh, you will see that there's a there's a notation that um, 
you know, basically says that it's misinformation and that you should go to the CDC website to get real information. Hmm. Um, so they had a whole yeah. plan. Ignore the book that's got 2,000-plus citations. Go to your government, ladies and gentlemen. They'll tell right, you the right. truth, right, Tony? Right. Go to your incredibly corrupt government agencies that are totally captured by the companies that they're supposed to be regulating and distrust a book that's got just a glowing blurb from a Nobel Prize winning scientist. Lance? Yeah. You know, it, it, none of this surprises me. Uh, there was a bunch of uh, information we're going to be talking about in the second hour. This government continues to suppress real and helpful information, whether it's medical or otherwise. I, I think it's disgusting. My problem is, is that I like RFK Jr. I like a lot of what he stands for. Of course, you know, I'm still a Trump guy, but I, I, if it was up to me, they would both be on the same ticket. That would be my choice because I think he's willing to put his reputation on the line. I think he comes from a background because of his family that he understands the dangers of the government, like the, what we have right now, obviously because of the assassinations in his own family. I love what Tony's doing at his publishing company because he's a truth teller. He's fighting for the country to get the uh, information out there that everybody else wants to suppress. So my hat's off to Tony and I, you know, I, I want to see more of that and less of what this damn government's doing, Sam. Amen to that. Yeah, Tony, um, RFK kind of said, hey, I'm not interested in being involved with Trump. That's that's a non-starter. Is that right? You know, I don't really know what the exact conversations are. I know that all the dialogue about it, you know, all the stories that that came out, those are all just political games. So, you know, I don't think that those are coming from from Trump. They're not coming from Bobby. They're just stories to try to manipulate people. So, the reason you know, I bring I, that up is to debunk those, Tony, and to say that real conversations may or may, may not being are, are being had. Uh, the point I want to get at, though, is you'll know when it's released from either or both of the campaigns. Until then, cannon fodder. Sure. I mean, it was it was just, you know, maybe there was a, a very short conversation eight months ago. Uh, it became a story about a month ago. Uh, and that was just somebody's plan. I mean, that had nothing to do with anything Trump was doing or Kennedy was doing. So they just timed it to fit some kind of narrative. And, and that's what's so complicated now is that it's so hard to get real information. You know, that you can watch television, you can read the newspaper, and what you get is, is lie after lie after lie. You don't get real science. You don't get real news. And you have to really work hard to find out what the truth is. And so much of what we're doing as a publishing company is publishing on all sides of a lot of issues. And, you know, we have books coming out this year from uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, we're looking to do another Ted Cruz book. We're going to do a new edition of, uh, of, of one of Trump's books. We're going to we're publishing books with Steve Bannon, but we're also publishing books with people on the left. And so we, we want people to have the opportunity to sort of hear the full spectrum of ideas in the marketplace of ideas so that they can make real decisions for themselves and that they're not manipulated or indoctrinated or, you know, in any way kind of forced to think or do things that aren't their own decisions. Tony, I think the left-right game is the Hegelian dialectic. It's like we don't care if you choose left or right as long as you choose government for the solutions. 
I believe the Matrix is different. It's the rest of us against the deep state really is the real breakdown, isn't it? I agree 100 percent. I mean, I think, you know, Bobby Kennedy says that, you know, in many of his speeches that that the people who are controlling or who are really trying to control us, you know, they don't care whether you're on the right or the left. They love it if the right is fighting the left, you know, because if the right is fighting the left, they're not climbing over the wall and trying to take the king down. You know what I mean? Like they're not trying to dislodge the oligarchy. And that I think is a lot of what people have to recognize that many of the things that are really important, you know, aren't left or right issues. You know, freedom of speech is something that everybody's for. Having a safe border is something everybody should be for. You know, having children protected is something that we all care about. You know, that has nothing to do with politics. So when you make it politics, that actually helps these corrupt and greedy corporations and government agencies that, you know, don't want us thinking things through. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony has an estimated net worth of more than $600 million. He's been a successful um, publisher and attorney hey, let me for just, quite some time. Yes, sir. Let me just uh, tell that story, too, because, you know, that that isn't true. So, so the thing that's fascinating there is that, you know, you can't get honest stories. So I don't know where that number comes from. And I've, and I've laughed about it with a lot of people who have donated money for us to us, you know, any of the big donors that give money to the super PAC, um, the stories that, that come out say that I have a net worth of $600 million or that, uh, that our main donors are all billionaires. Um, none of that is actually based on fact. It's a manipulation, and nobody has that information. So let me just clarify that. That's just not true. Yeah, what they do is they back into these discussions with their manipulated you know, estimations and guesstimations. It's, uh, it's kind of how they believe everybody voted for Joe Biden. It, it, it's absolutely just made up. How about the idea that you successfully raised $28 million uh, by the end of 2023 for Bobby Kennedy? Is that right? Yeah, that part's true. Oh, wow. Truth and error all mixed together. That's the way they do it because they like to engineer right, the great but, takedown, George. Yeah, but yeah it what, is. Go ahead, Tony. What's, sorry. What's, what's Go fascinating ahead, Tony. There, what's fascinating there is, is the narrative that Bobby Kennedy has raised so much money and that the super PAC is doing all of these things that are somehow anti-democratic that that you know we're the we're the bad guy billionaires uh, you know trying to game the system in some way whereas the truth is you know we we took in a total of 28 million dollars biden's three super PACs took in 400 million dollars so you don't actually find that story what you find is all these stories because the general public just hears millions and it sounds like a lot of money so the biden super PACs have raised more than 15 times what we've raised and they're using it and they're working very closely with the dnc and with the biden administration uh, in ways that i believe probably aren't legal certainly aren't ethical uh, and that's the real story but the story that you hear and the story that the dnc wants you to hear 
is that somehow the super PAC has done something wrong and the super PAC has that our super PAC has all this power. So we well, are this classic kind of projection, Tony. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are this kind of ragtag army of dedicated people. I don't take any money for the work that I do working around the clock for the super PAC. I don't make a nickel on it. The other co-founder doesn't make a nickel on it. Both of us have donated money. Um, our whole fundraising team is all made up of volunteers. So, so the whole story that you're hearing is just an absolutely skewed story. But let and me tell you what is so true, ladies and gentlemen. Skyhorsepublishing.com doing a phenomenal job telling the truth from all sides of the aisle. All right? AV24.org, the super PAC. Playing by the rules, not doing anything wrong, responsible for a Super Bowl ad and a whole lot more, which we'll get into. But believe it or not, they just released a New York Times article about your Super PAC today, right? Right. Yeah, so there's been a lot of stories. And, uh, you know, what I really like is that the Super PAC Super Bowl ad, you know, had a goal and the goal was to make sure that everybody in America knew that Bobby Kennedy's running for president as an independent and that voters have a choice and that we're going to get them on the ballot in every state, regardless of what the DNC wants or does or legal challenges. We're going to fight day and night till he gets on the ballot. And then the American people can choose, you know, let the best man win. They can choose between Biden Trump and Bobby Kennedy, and they can get the full story, and we're going to make sure that they have the information so that they can make a decision themselves. Now, when the Super Bowl ad was released, the family, the liberal members of the family, absolutely lost their minds, Tony. Yeah, what's fascinating there is that that's just a non-story, too. So that's a story of, you know, he has a very large family, and the people who complained uh, were three or four people from the family. And I believe two of them work directly for the Biden administration. So they're on, on the payroll of Joe Biden. And the other two are, you know, directly or indirectly connected. And these are people who are part of the corruption. So these are the same people who have said they don't want Bobby Kennedy running for president. So the ad had nothing to do with their views, their whole story that got, you know, so amplified, just shows the incredible fear that the DNC has. They have, you know, like I said, hundreds of millions of dollars fighting this super PAC and this campaign that has, you know, just a fraction of the funding, but so much more heart and so much more passion and so much more principle and so much better ideas that they are left only with the option of playing political games of using their money in ways that are inappropriate and corrupt. So, you know, that's the real story. This is a few members of a very large family who are trying to convince the public every chance they get that there's something that Bobby Kennedy's done that's wrong. And that doesn't have to do with his policies. It doesn't have to do with his character. You know, it's just that they're corrupt and they're trying to prevent the American people from having a choice they're trying to disenfranchise people. So, you know, that's the real story. But you can read in newspaper after newspaper that there's this, this big problem with his family. 
Ladies and gentlemen, AV24.org is the super PAC for RFKJR, or Bobby Kennedy as he's known. Uh, we're talking about this issue of running for president and the difficulty that it takes to actually get on the ballot now. They've committed election fraud with all the things they've done to Bobby Kennedy because they know that the people, once they get what he's done, who he is, what he stands for, what he will do, uh, the game will change. Skyhorsepublishing.com is the website for Tony Lyons, our guest today, the one responsible for the Super PAC. When we get back, we're going to talk about lawfare. We're going to talk about uh, getting on the ballot and a whole bunch of things about those who are trying to steal our constitutional republic from us are the ones that are claiming we're the ones that are the problem. We'll talk about it all in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. The U.S. House, by just a one-vote majority, is advancing articles of impeachment against U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. House Republicans failed to do the same thing last week. On this vote, the yeas are 214 and the nays are 213. The resolution is adopted. Mayorkas now becomes the very first cabinet official to face impeachment since the 1870s. Several House Republicans say he's committed high crimes and misdemeanors over his handling of the U.S. southern border. The White House is pressuring lawmakers in Congress now to quickly pass a new $90 billion-plus foreign aid package. The president urges the House to send this legislation to his desk immediately so that he can sign it into law. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, it was part of the earlier rejected bipartisan border security deal, but is now being passed by U.S. senators as a standalone bipartisan funding package for allies overseas. New Republican Speaker Mike Johnson Johnson has opposed direct foreign aid spending on Ukraine in the past. However, now the bill includes spending for Israel and Taiwan as well. National political polls continue to say the same thing. Most American voters do not want to see a Biden-Trump rematch for president. According to the Reuters-Ipsos poll, Trump has the support of 37% of respondents, while Biden holds 34%. Additionally, 10% of all respondents expressed intentions to vote for other candidates, while 12% said they don't plan to vote at all. I'm John Schaefer. DoorDash, Uber, and Lyft drivers are going to strike this Valentine's Day. A group called Justice for App Workers mentioned they planned for drivers to stage pickets outside airports and Uber offices, especially between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. in close to a dozen cities. This is USA News. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer, and again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. 
800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live with your host, Sam Bushman, and your special guests, obviously, the Big MIG team, Lance Miliacho and George Ballantine. And, of course, we've got a great guest with us, Tony Lyons, uh, the lead on the RF, uh, RFK Jr. Super PAC. Uh, obviously, under fire right now. I want to kick it off by reading this title, and we'll go into some more information about lawfare and the weaponization of the DNC against RFK Jr., so uh, this is AP Newswire. The Democratic National Committee on Friday filed a complaint with the Federal Elections Commission accusing presidential candidate Robert Kennedy Jr. of a ballot access scheme that it argues constitutes illegal coordination with a super PAC supporting his independent bid for the White House. The committee alleges that the super PAC American Values 2024 is working to collect signatures to ensure Kennedy is on the November ballot in key states, but will have to integrate their expense with the campaign in ways that violate federal election rules in order to do so. As usual, in my opinion, the DNC has been weaponized against anybody that, that they believe is a threat to their control of Washington, D.C. Tony, what, was this a surprise to you guys? Did you know this was going to be a scheme uh, that they were going to uh, come at you with? Was this the plan, or did you recognize it before it happened? You know, the DNC has been doing everything they can to subvert the democratic process in this election cycle. So they started off by making it impossible for Bobby Kennedy to run as a Democrat. So, you know, they told him that he couldn't campaign 
in certain states and that if he did, they were going to penalize him in other states. They came out with stories that were obviously untrue, calling him an anti-Semite. They got 104 members of Congress to sign a statement saying that he shouldn't be allowed to testify at a congressional hearing on censorship because of that. You know, they knew that he's, you know, that that isn't true. They know that he's not an anti-Semite. There were other stories that he was a racist. They know that he's not a racist. You know, there are stories about him being a conspiracy theorist, and they call him that because he's calling them on their corruption. So, you know, they've been lying to the American people. This country is broken. We need somebody who's going to fix it. Bobby Kennedy is running to fix it. We have an incompetent and compromised president now. We have the worst corruption in D.C. than I think we've had in a couple of generations. So, you know, we have real problems, and we need somebody who's going to really stand up to this corruption and this greed. And, you know, the, the DNC clearly is just on the side of playing every political game they can play to ensure that their candidate doesn't have to debate anybody, doesn't have to win in the marketplace <clears throat> of ideas, but wins through lawfare, through political games, through keeping his opponents off the ballot, through censorship, through propaganda, you know, the American people don't want this, and I think they're not going to stand for it. And, and I think that's so well said. Uh, you, you, you had a quote right after this article came out that I want to read. I actually uh, think it was so well said and so pointed. So, And I quote you, the DNC is in panic mode and rolling out tired old political games. We gladly accept donations from across the political spectrum and our largest recent Contributions have included $5 million from a donor who often donates to Republicans and $4 million from a donor who has mostly donated to Democrats. While Bobby Kennedy is crisscrossing the country, speaking truth to passionate supporters, describing ideas, policies, common sense solutions to complex problems, Biden's surrogates are pushing the usual conspiracy theories. Biden, I mean, Bobby is connecting to voters because he's authentic and because he has integrity and character. He is a serious candidate on a mission, and he can and w will win the election. Despite relentless attacks from the left and right, he is surging with black, Hispanic, independent, and young voters. He is taking votes equally from Biden and Trump, and recent polls tell an important story. He is bringing in new votes, people who didn't vote in 2016 or 2020 because they had lost their faith in their government. Kennedy dwarfs both Biden and Trump in overall favorability because voters believe rightly that he represents true American values. They believe he will fight to protect their freedom, end the foreign wars, make the border impervious, rebuild the middle class, and stop the type of corruption that is destroying our health and our democracy. This is a turning point in American history, and Kennedy represents a new breed of politician. His voters won't want to be part of this peaceful populist revolution aimed at taking back their country. And, and, you know, honestly, that's one of the reasons I so wanted to have you on these interviews, because I think America deserves to have choices. I don't think this has ever been anything more than a uniparty in D.C. And, and, and I think uh, Kennedy offers an opportunity for people to get a choice. Tony, tell me your thoughts when you actually made this quote. Yeah, you know, I would like to also kind of kind of look at uh, Bobby Kennedy's op-ed this morning that ran in the Baltimore Sun, which I think made some really great points. So, you know, that are similar to some of the points I was making in that statement. So he says that in George Washington's farewell address, 
America's first and only independent president, cautions that the rise of political parties would eventually subvert the power of the people. And then our second president, John Adams, said that there's nothing which I dread as much as the division of the republic into two great parties. So, you know, what we need is real debate in this country, real dialogue. And we just don't have that. Like you said, there's a uniparty. And, and, and this is, you know, this is what the real conspiracy is, that it's so hard to get good information in this country. And voters are just disgusted with it. 50% of American voters now identify as independent, you know, compared to Bobby quoted as um, says that they're abandoning the political parties in droves, that they just don't feel that the Republican Party or the Democratic Party really represents them. And they want choice. And they want people, you know, to argue over ideas, over what what is going to really heal this country, not, you know, play the kinds of games that they're playing, not, you know, destroy other people's reputation with lies, not, you know, print stories that they know aren't true just day after day. So we, we have major newspapers in this country every single day printing stories that I believe they know aren't true just for political reasons. And, and what they're trying to play on is that, you know, half the country hates Donald Trump and half the country hates Joe Biden. And they're, you know, and the whole conversation is over who's worse and who's more dangerous, not a conversation over some kind of hope for the future, some sort of real plan on how this country is going to get better. And, you know, that I think is, is such an incredibly sorry state of affairs that we need that kind of hope. We need some vision of how this country is going to come together and solve the incredible problems that we're facing. I mean, the chronic disease epidemic, the overwhelming power of pharmaceutical companies to, to drug people, to, you know, create products that hurt people and then advertise for them all day long. You know, we spend more money on healthcare in this country than any country on the planet, and yet we have all of the worst health outcomes. Even with COVID, you know, we were, you know, four times more likely to have an American death from COVID than, than the rest of the world was based on our population. So, and yet so many people look at, um, you know, Dr. Fauci and they think he's some kind of a hero. So in any <laughs> other company, in, in, in any company, in any other situation, in any, you know, uh, basketball game, in any, you know, in the stock market, you look at the stats. And when the stats are as bad as Dr. Fauci's stats have been for 50 years, you would think, why didn't he get fired? Why, why don't we know the real story about how incredibly he has failed? Because yet, Donald Trump kept in there as part of the reason. Ladies and gentlemen, there is good news, though. American Values Super PAC, AV24.org, is making a tremendous difference. One of the ways they commit election fraud is they make it impossible for people to get on the ballot in, in, in the 50 states. Therefore, it's impossible to get elected. The good news is because of this super PAC and because of RFKJR's um, 
you know, he authored an incredible book with tremendous sources. He's got a lot of business savvy and expertise. He comes from a well-known family. Because of that and the super PAC backing him, he actually is making tremendous progress getting on the ballots. They just finished Utah, right? Yeah, he is going to get on the ballot in every state. And when you hear all of these uh, stories coming out, you know, you should wonder why it is that the DNC is going to focus and spend so much time and so much energy and so much money on trying to prevent Bobby Kennedy from being on the ballot when we live in a democracy and you should want people to be on the ballot. We should want anybody who's polling at the numbers that Bobby Kennedy is polling. So he yeah, goes, we actually live in a constitutional republic, though. Sure, sure, sure. But we have democratic principles. So, That's right. you know, but we want people on the ballot in this country. So anybody who polls at, you know, anything more than 10 percent or something like that ought to be able to easily get on the ballot. The federal government ought to want people on the ballot. The states ought to promote people getting on the ballot when they reach some level. So to have the DNC with, you know, three super PACs and $400 million and the presidency and the power that 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 comes with being president and his whole team and the weaponization of government agencies to prevent Bobby Kennedy from being on the ballot, to try to prevent Trump from being on the ballot. You know, that's not American. That is that is so different from our fundamental values. We need to talk about the issues and the American people need to decide who they want to be their president. Speaking of the issues, one of the issues, a, a poll came out and said, hey, if Trump did pick RFK JR uh, as his running mate, it would be a landslide. What do you think of that, sir? I think that's true. I mean, and, you know, my feeling is that that we're in a situation now. We're in a historical turning point. And I don't, I don't know what it's going to take or what's going to happen in the next, you know, eight to ten months. But something dramatic has to happen. And I think that what you see is, is fascinating, that Bobby Kennedy gets attacked and his polling numbers go up. Donald Trump gets attacked, gets deplatformed, gets taken off the ballot in, in, in two states, though, though I think we all know that's not going to stand. But Trump's polling numbers go up. So the American people are smarter than they're given credit for. And they know that the media lies to them. They know their politician lies to them. They know their president is lying to them. And, you know, the favorability of the media, the government, the president, is so low now that, you know, it's almost like there really is a revolution going on, a peaceful revolution. And people are rebelling. They're flocking to shows that tell them the truth with a real debate where they can heal some kind of a real argument. And I think that's going to play out this election cycle in a big way that, you know, if this doesn't stop, if, for example, the DNC wants to bring lawsuit after law school, you know, lawsuit, try to weaponize the FEC, the DOJ, all other branches of government, the American people, I think, are going to penalize them at the polls. Amen to that, well, George. I, I want to interject here because a lot's been being said. So first I want to start off, um, Tony, thank you for coming on. When you when you said half the media hates Biden, half the media hates Trump, and in fact, if the media actually reported on the truth, they would 100% hate Biden and love Trump more. But regardless, 
if people want the truth, they want information, come to Liberty Roundtable or the Big Meg on Rumble. But if we go back from 2016, you see what the DNC has been doing to Trump. And, you know, they're doing it now to Kennedy. So they're actually throwing themselves under the bus without our help in that essence. But the lawfare, the corruption of the DOJ, they're going to keep going on unless something gets done. What's the saving grace in this country? I, I like Kennedy. I like a lot of things he stands for. Some things I disagree with, but that is it is what it is. Trump's my guy. And for this country to be healed, for to bring this country back in unity, I think those two men can do it if they can put aside their differences, their egos, or whatever it is. But a brilliant man once said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Maybe it's time that these two set, do for their country and come together and get our country back. Because that's it's the only way. Question. Speaking of that, who mm. do you think Tony might be a VP pick uh, for RFKJR? You know, I've been waiting to, to hear the answer to that question. I mean, I really want Bobby to pick somebody who's, who's powerful, somebody who has a real vision. I don't know who that person's going to be. I mean, I, I think it should be someone who cares as much about fighting corruption as Bobby Kennedy does. You know, and if you look at the way he's been fighting corruption over the last 40 years, so this isn't, you know, some sort of, um, you know, many presidential candidates hire consultants to try to, you know, tell them how to look, how to talk, you know, how to position themselves. There's none of that with Bobby Kennedy. And, you know, to your point before, there's, there's none of that with Donald Trump. You know, when, when you look at a candidate like Bobby Kennedy or Donald Trump, you get somebody who you can see. You, you know that they're speaking for themselves. Um, you know, but when you talk about quoting John F. Kennedy, I think, you know, that John F. Kennedy and, you know, Bobby's father, uh, Robert F. Kennedy, would be so proud of Bobby Kennedy for the bravery that he's had, for the courage, the integrity that he's had in standing up for the last 40 years, bringing hundreds of lawsuits to try to get our government to actually do what they're supposed to do, to regulate these companies that are harming us, that are taking over our country. And, you know, he's done that at great personal peril. He's lost friendships, he's lost business opportunities, and he's done it because he really just wants to fight for the American people. And I, and I think that that's what we need. And, you know, every American should be infuriated at what happens daily now in the media. They should be infuriated when Donald Trump gets taken off big tech platforms. When, it's disgusting. You know, any of those kinds of things. You know, but it's Bobby happened Kennedy, to Bobby Kennedy with a complete blackout, even more so than Donald Trump, Tony. Sure. I mean, you know, even, you know, when I go on to shows to talk about Bobby Kennedy, those get taken off YouTube. You know, so some of them are still there, but a lot of them get taken yeah, off. Yeah, just so you know, you're on YouTube and Rumble right now, though. <laughs> well, that's great. So, <laughs> yeah. so, but, I, but I've seen a lot of the best interviews of Bobby Kennedy get taken off, you know, of all the big tech platforms really, really quickly. And that's just, you know, going back to what I said before, that's so un-American. I mean, how can that happen here? We, we talk about the censorship and the propaganda of Russia or of China, but it happens here in, you know, such powerful ways. And so many Americans don't know that it's happening. 
And I think what's going to happen this year is that we're going to shine a spotlight on what's happening. And we're Amen to make- that. Now, RFK went independent because the DNC was so abusive and they, et cetera. Um, but there's talk of him switching from independent to libertarian. Is there truth to that? You know, I think that Bobby Kennedy is open to ways to get on the ballot. He does share a lot of values with libertarians. And so I think that there's some chance of that. But, you know, this is this is really outrageous that a candidate who has as many as 40 million people in the country who want to vote for him is going to have to spend so much of the money that he takes in just to get on the ballot and that it's legal for the DNC to spend tens of millions, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars to try to keep him off the ballot because they're afraid of not being able to debate him, not being able to beat him in the marketplace of ideas and needing to keep him off the ballot in order to have any chance, you know, and. And by the way, I I call that election fraud, Tony, do you, when they literally do those things? I was just about to say that I was about to say that, you know, when you talk about election fraud, you have to look at all of these things, you know, so, um, Telling the American people that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation, that's election fraud. Trying to keep Bobby Kennedy off the ballot, I think that's election fraud. Lying about a presidential candidate, you know, on national television, in the newspapers, on big tech platforms, censoring him, vilifying him, using propaganda to try to convince people that he believes things that he doesn't, that he stands for things that he doesn't. All of those things, I think, are forms of election fraud. Couldn't agree more, Lance. Yeah, I mean, the issue is we've got the insane running the insane asylum in D.C. What I'm hoping for, whatever candidate gets in this time, God forbid it's a Democrat, uh, you know, whether it's RFK or Trump, I want to see accountability and consequences. I want those people in D.C. to face those same consequences we would if we committed these crimes. You know, they impeached Mayorkas, but that's not enough. I want criminal charges filed against Mayorkas. He violated his constitutional oath. All enemies, foreign and domestic. That's been the difficulty. Most presidents that get in are thinking about the second term when they first get in. And I need a president that's going to commit himself to the hard choices and realize that he may be a one-term president because maybe the decisions he's making aren't popular. But it's not about popularity. It's about fixing this country. I'm an America first guy. I want to see America first, and I want consequences for those in D.C. that violate our Constitution and violate our laws. We've never had that before. Uh, Everything is just stomping their feet and talking about it. But again, if Tony or you, Sam, or George committed these crimes, whether it's election fraud, whether it's the dirty 51 Russian collusion hoax, whether it's Hillary Clinton's laptop, the Wiener laptop, I want to see those people indicted and criminally have to face the consequences of their decisions. Sam. Yeah, prosecution to the fullest extent of the law, but Bobby Kennedy is an American first candidate, isn't he, Tony? Yeah, and, you know, when you talk about prosecutions, you know, I would like to see you know, Dr. Fauci prosecuted because 100%. I think that that when you look at the stats, you know, that the, you know, you were talking about Dr. Pierre Corey before, 
you know, Dr. Pierre Corey, uh, you know, wrote an incredible book called The War on Ivermectin and the lies that were put out that Dr. Fauci promoted about any drug that was generic and that was cheap, you know, are, you know, actually resulted, I believe, in the incredible increase in deaths in the United States versus the, the deaths in countries all around the world. So we had such a worse uh, statistic of deaths from COVID. And so this guy told the American people that ivermectin was a horse drug, that it was dangerous, that it was going to hurt people. And he knew that wasn't true. Well, by so, the way, ivermectin saved my life, just so you know. Yeah, so I think that, you know, that a book like The Real Anthony Fauci that could have saved people's lives, but then was, was censored, was subjected to propaganda, you know, was, you know, taken off big tech platforms, uh, you know, not reviewed in any newspaper in the country. You know, that is that is a story that you see that specific government actions, specific government officials led to increased deaths. And I, I believe that you're right, that those people should be prosecuted and that we need some kind of real reconciliation for what happened so that we can make sure that it never happens again. Big tech has to face the consequences of these back channels of communication that are clearly illegal in their nature and the, the way that they suppressed information that would have saved lives. Those back channels, just like the Twitter files, just like these emails we've seen between big uh, Facebook platform, between, between Amazon, they have to face the consequences. They act like they're above the law. And I know this. I know the American people. We interact on social media nonstop, George and myself. And, George, I'm going to have you give me your input on this. Th that's going on nonstop that the American people want to see those people face the obligation of the consequences of the decisions they made that impacted American lives. Amen to that. We're flat out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Lyons with us. There's all kinds of truth coming out of this radio program. Lies in the media all over the place. Where you need to go is skyhorsepublishing.com to learn more about Tony's incredible work. And then you need to go to this super PAC. It's av24.org to see what incredible work they're doing. The goal is to get Bobby Kennedy Jr. on the ballot because when we do across all 50 states, you're going to see a seat change. The media won't be able to black out this one. Thank you, Tony. Thank you so much for having me on. All right, stay there one second. I got a quick question for you right after the, uh, uh, the show. Ladies and gentlemen, God save the Republic of the United States of America.